episode of it's not that bad podcast i am fern here with dom hey there everybody today i learned the coolest um what do you call that uh metaphor oh really because when i heard it i was like fuck yeah <laughs> this guy was like something about like oh yeah it's a it's a full like a full hang of the hat and because something about like it's not like i firmly put my hat on right yeah it's not like I'm about, it's like I loosely put it on. It's a full hang of the hat. And then I was thinking like, oh, because he means like a full tight put hat on means like, this is where I am. This is where, I believe in this. But like having a loose fitting hat, it's like, oh, I could go either way. Yeah. And then having your your hat hang up, you're like, nope, I'm all about that. So it's like you start hmm. from one, you end at another, right? And all the right. beginnings are in the middle. And as someone, as you know, Dom, I love my metaphors. When I heard that, I was like, fucking yeah, right? <laughs> a full hang of the hat. Although, I will admit, <clears throat> when he was saying it, I was imagining like an old school, like 1950s, like, you know, old, what do you call it, hats? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and people were like, oh, i got to put my hat on. That's what I was thinking more so than like a, a baseball cap or yeah, something. Yeah, more like a, a, a ma'am. A ma'am. And I was just like, man, what a fucking perfect metaphor. Wait, who said it? I don't know. It was on a, it was on a podcast, uh-huh. and it was some comedian guy. Oh, and he was talking about it? Yeah, because they're, I think they're talking about, like, aliens. Oh. And he was like, yeah, you know, maybe at one point, he was like, I was a full, like, tight hat. And then he was like, oh, nope, now I'm full hanging my hat on the aliens exist and stuff. And I'm like. Yeah, it's a pretty right. good, it's a pretty good one. <laughs> now, now that you describe it like that. I can't wait to start using that. Like, they're going to be like, but Dom, you're not wearing a hat. You never wear hats. It's like, no. Uh, it's it's a, it's a metaphor. It's a, it's a metaphor. It's. I'm the hat. I'm like, no, but you said you were putting a, your hat on. No. What? No. <laughs> I'm the hat. No, you're Dom. <laughs> This is the fucking news. So some performers are considering Oscars protests because the Academy refuses that to give them a category for best stunt. Which I feel like this is a category I think that most people assume is at the Academy Awards, right? Where like along with like special effects or like things like of that sort. So like these people who kind of put themselves out yeah. there and, like, there there are a few things you could think about where it's like, yeah, like, th- those are three that maybe they could just introduce, right? Best, like, stunt performance, best stunt performer, and then, like, best, like, choreographed whatever, or whatever, right? Yeah. Or even just, like, best stunt performance, right? Like, I feel like that's something that a lot of people, I feel like would be more, like, Oh, you see, yeah, remember in that one movie, like, like Mad Max, her one, right? Um, Fury Road, like, that was a movie that seems like, oh, shit, yeah, it should have won, like, an Academy Award for that, right? But it, but because we don't have a category for it, they, they never did. I do understand, because mm. I think especially nowadays, people kind of want, I don't know, they want, like, they want their due. Yeah. And... I understand, but at the same point, it's like, do we have a, a an award for, like, best lighting? That's true. We don't. You know what I mean? And, like, 
And some people can argue, well, yeah, that's... Because you could say, like, that is very important to a movie, mm-hmm. right? The lighting can make or break anything. I mean, look that's, at, that's, that's look at someone took their idea and was like, I want to make this Game of Thrones episode super dark. And people are like, oh, blah, blah, blah. It's like, But they don't understand. They just didn't take a camera out and be like, Okay, we're going to do this, blah, blah, blah. No, someone sat there and said, this is how I feel. Like, this is what's going to look better. Mm-hmm. Because like we said before, they could have done it in a, like 10 different ways of like, oh, no, we're going to, yeah, okay, we're going to CG this. Or, okay, no, we're going to, we're only going to shoot at this, these certain times so we can color grade to this. No, no, no. Someone sat there and said, this is how I want it to look. I want it to look like it's too dark. And people were upset about it. And that was someone, right, who went out of their way, whose job it was to do lighting, and said, I, I'm i going to do it like this. <clears throat> and it's funny because so many people were upset about that episode. But it's like, you realize that it just didn't happen by accident, right? Like, this stuff <laughs> goes through yeah. multiple people to just to get to the end. And, like, that that's a big part of... A, a movie, right? But we don't have a, a, a category for that. And I'm not saying that they don't deserve a category, but it is kind of hard to sit here and say, like you just said right now, is that a stunt? Because sometimes these are, like, a lot of times when, when something happens, like Tom Cruise, remember, like, he broke his fucking arm or something doing yeah, yeah, Mission yeah. Impossible? And he was like, because he was doing all these stunts or whatever. And uh, they were they were talking about like oh look at he did this stunt or in as a civil war when uh, Chris Evans did the like grabbing of the the helicopter and the building oh, yeah, yeah, yeah and technically that was a stunt because he actually was <laughs> trying to like pull it even though you know he wasn't actually pulling a yeah. helicopter but he was actually that's why it looked real. And it's little things like that where we do hear about and we're like, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> they, they did that shit for reals? Oh, that was a real thing? Yeah. Holy shit. That, you know. So I do understand, but at the same point, it's like, do they have to then go around and, um, and like, shop their best stunt of the movie or something? Like, I guess. You know what right? I mean? Well, would they have to then show like the behind the scenes to show that this is what was a stunt and this is this was what was CGI? Yeah, because there's there's a lot of things where you like a camera operator, like why don't they get you know why don't they get a camera? A, <laughs> yeah, why don't they get their own category? Because some of these camera operators do some that's amazing true. fucking yeah, things because fu- it's not a hundred percent as much as people want to believe. Oh well, it's a big old thing, and they have these cranes, no, and they do. Yeah, this. but they don't that understand is, that like, is, yeah, what that you is, have to do to get a shot. Sometimes, yeah, that is true. But sometimes, yeah, people go out of their way to make these, and it's like I said, it's multiple people coming together, be like, okay, we're gonna do it like this, we're gonna do it like this, we're gonna do it like this, and um, that's something that we definitely tell too. Where it's like, mm. why is this handheld? This shouldn't be handheld. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, why are they? Why are they like? Why are they using it like a, a glide cam or something? Like, oh, this should be super steady. Or it's like, oh, this is too steady. <laughs> they shouldn't have yeah. it on a track. <laughs> like, we talk about that all the time. And yeah, we're film guys. We do it. But I think that's what I'm trying to get at. It's I'm not saying they shouldn't. I'm not saying they shouldn't at all. Because making movies is fucking crazy. Yeah. 
but it's like where do you draw the line and also how do you even get to that point like do you start off by saying best of the year and then you go and then like i said movies where like uh what's that will smith movie that we just saw trailer gemini man oh yeah like imagine if if that obviously i'm gonna assume i'm gonna assume that that movie's not gonna be nominated for anything but <laughs> let's say that there was some sick ass stunt in there right and everyone's like oh that was so crazy that was real so then would they have to go and then shop that stunt around and be like hey guys like check this out blah 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 you know, this is on the set of blah, blah, blah. Look at everything. They have to make their own featurette to I, show. I think that's what they would have to do, right, to meet the qualification of the show. Anything that is specifically not a, like, special effect. Anything that's... But then, see, then again, it's like... But then you could make the argument of, like... But then, like, is it the stunt or is it the practical effect that they're doing, like, that makes it better? Like, because like, you could argue that with, like... Um, Mad Max Fury Road, it's like a lot of the pyrotechnics and the the practical effects that they did with the cars. Like, yeah, that's included in, like, a stunt, but, like, where do you draw the that line of, like, the effect? Do you count that as an effect, or do you count that as part of just the stunt? Right, and I think that's where... I think that's where I'm, I'm gonna end with it, because I don't know what to do about it. Because I would, I would honestly love people being like, yeah, did you see, like, they oh, they got a Academy Award for lighting. And it's like, well, yeah, did you see the movie? <laughs> it had the best. Like, I mean, um, best. you know, we were talking about Euphoria. That's one thing that they do is they do this very eccentric lighting. And it's and it's not always like, oh, look at this. This is a perfect lit um, scene or whatever. It They kind of go out of the way to be like, look at how eccentric this is. That's look true. at how broad this is look at how much this is like affecting your vision of this scene because they go out of the way to make like oh i'm gonna throw a fucking blue light right here do i need it no does it make sense not really but it's odd and uh you look like something like that and you know he obviously he's done a lot of that stuff prior Hmm. but just in general that could go and win something and i'd be totally fine with it because it's like yeah Look at like look at all the crazy shit they did, and that's amazing. Blah blah blah, or yeah, or like even a movie that goes out of their way to to do minimal lighting because they're like, oh this yeah our goal was to try to do like the most like real feeling like night terror whatever, and it's like oh cool yeah I appreciate that you know what I mean mm. that there's a lot of that stuff that goes into movies that I wish people would get acknowledged for, and I think we joked about it before, but it's like I mean. <laughs> Imagine it's like, hey, let's name our top five favorite Hollywood gaffers. <laughs> but it's like, but it would be cool to <laughs> it would be cool to hear like, oh, do you see that? Like, just like we do with um, people who write scores mm-hmm. or obviously um, cinematographers. Yes, I'd be like, yeah, the guy who did all this lighting and stuff. Like, he's he done this, he did this, he did this, blah blah blah. Oh, look at they did this, and I and I do get it because. There are things where it's like, I know it takes a lot of time and effort, but it's like, does that deserve an award too? Like, um, like casting and stuff. It's like, I get it and I totally understand because we've been there, done that. But oh, you does know that. What? Here's the Academy Award because you casted the best. Lead. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it, and it's like, it sounds ridiculous, but at the same point, imagine, 
imagine like Dune winning, and it's like, well, I mean, they did kind of pick the best of the best <laughs> the entire <laughs> movie, but and I don't know. There's like this weird gray area with all of this stuff. Yeah, and I and I I'm, I honestly think we've talked about this before. Where we said they either have to go super hard with it and give a lot of these awards or super um cut everything and there's only like I think that a was broader award because of the the argument what was it last year of the uh best popular film and it's like hopefully if they resurrect that it should they should wait a while and they should do it like in a year that like you know something like a Infinity War and Game <laughs> Black Panther don't come out because you know people are just going to cry foul yeah i don't know i um I I do feel for those people, but at the same point, it's like I I think that there has to be a major rehaul of the whole thing, mm. or it's just it's gonna have to stay this way. Because I mean, we're already getting shorter versions of the show, anyways. You know, they don't show some of the stuff that we thought they would show, and, and um, then I'm, they were trying to cut um, more things. Yeah, too. and like to an extent, I'm okay with it because it's like, yeah, well, it's a TV show. I get it. Can yeah. I, Every single thing on there. But at the same point, it's like, yeah, but if you're going to go that hard, then go all the way hard. Yeah. Because it is supposed to be for the Academy, right? Fox feels the pressure from Disney as film flops mount. So um, I guess, I mean, I haven't, you have, have you heard about this? Have you, have you heard about this? Uh, no, um, a, lot of, a lot of the movies that Fox is releasing but now it's, it's Disney has been releasing this year. They haven't put a lot of effort into like advertising or like trying to get more word of mouth uh, or anything like that in these films. And a lot of them have been like flopping. But I just I think it's like that's something that we I think we talked about with when when we knew that Disney was going to buy Fox. We knew that they weren't going to go super hard with these films that that Fox obviously made instead of them. They're not, why are they going to do that? Like they're not going to push like a Dark Phoenix movie when they're like, oh, we're going to get ready to reboot it anyways. Like, yeah. or like, um, it was a shock that they even were putting it out. Yeah, or look at like New Mutants. They they complete, they were like, oh, we're going to push it back, and now they're like, well, is it even like good? But then you have other things like. I mean, obviously, like, they're just, like, completely, like, avalanching the box office with, like, Endgame and Aladdin and that Lion King movie, even though everyone, everyone hates it, apparently. Even though it's making a ton of money, but everyone hates it. I mean, obviously, it is Disney, too, probably trying to just put these things out as fast as they can to say, like, look at see what we're doing. We're, we're, still, we're still giving you the movies that Fox promised. But without, like, putting in the effort? Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I get it because them losing a little bit of money on a movie not performing that well is fine because with their board meetings and, you know, shareholding meetings, or they probably said, like, hey, look, it, we didn't produce this stuff, so we can't say exactly how well it's going to do, but that's fine because we're looking past that right now. Mm. We're focused on oh, we want to do this, and we want to do this, and look, we're going to have this, and we're going to keep, you know, we're going to keep doing it. But I can't, I can't vouch for these movies because, you know, 
fucking idiots at Fox made them. And, I mean, whoa. They're like sitting right Duh. there. <laughs> I could see them easily doing that. And it makes sense because, yeah, why wouldn't they? It's, it's Disney. Yeah. The conglomerate known as Disney. And, I mean, yeah, would I do that? Probably not because in my head I feel like, yeah, but it's under our umbrella now and we have to make sure it does well. But at the same point, it's them, I guess, kind of making a statement that, hey, this is a Fox thing. This isn't a Disney thing. And even though we do own Fox now and we're going to start producing all this other stuff, it's an it's a this is a new wave. This is a new era because Disney's done that before. Where yeah. if they if they don't own the thing, they're not they don't necessarily go out of their way to be like to promote it or anything. In all honesty, it's fine because I feel like like I said they've punched the numbers and they were like, hey, this book smart movie costs this much to do, and you know we have this much money synced into it, like. You know, like, what should we do with it? And it's like, oh, okay, well, maybe maybe we can, on, you know, let's only put this much money towards advertising. And, uh, you know, we'll put it in this many theaters. And if it does well, cool. But, I mean, if nothing actually hits, then why would Disney focus on it? Like, I think it, I honestly think it'd be different if, let's say that that Booksmart thing did take off. And it was like, oh, this is the... Uh, the super bad of this generation. Then I could see Disney get behind it and like, all right, well, okay, now what we should do is like let's let's do like a major re-release, right? Like we'll do like all these theaters, we'll we'll have we'll start putting these actresses in all of these different TV shows and 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 oh well, well, you know, we'll, they'll do this show and that show and this show and we'll promote it. I I feel like they would have done that, but the fact that it was it was like it's one of those things where I feel like they knew from the get go it's like that's probably not going to do well oh we'll just put it right here and then if it didn't then it's like oh well hey I mean we did we did exactly we tried yeah, it's, it's like you guys didn't want it yeah it's, not it's on, like if, it's not on us it's on you what do you expect they're literally it's a corporation their main goal is to get as much money as they can right they. Didn't have to put, like you said, they didn't have to put any money into this. If it did well, it did well. If not, then who cares? Like, they didn't really lose too much. Um, the only thing they lost, they didn't even lose anything because they bought the studio. So they lost nothing. I don't know. I guess, like, just trying to think of it logically, it's like, yeah, it, why would it go any other way? To be honest, like, you know, it doesn't, the headline isn't as shocking as I think some people want it to be yeah. because... Some people already know, like, well, <laughs> yeah, duh. Yeah. Um, it's not like um, <clears throat> it'd be different if it was like if Disney bought uh, Warner, right? And yeah, and it was coming out, and they're like, oh, we're not gonna, eh, we'll just, we'll just kind of whatever. That would be crazy to me because it's like that movie was a hit, mm -hmm. and people love this like new um, Stephen King Renaissance going on, and you're going out of your way to essentially bury this and uh you know you know what i mean it, yeah. it's like that would be different but i feel like they're looking at it like well x-men's already out of the door it's pretty much done like in new mutants it's like oh well that's that's just a weird thing doesn't even make any sense so i mean if we we might put it out but i mean if we don't it's like who cares exactly uh, and oh this yeah this like funny teen 
you know, movie, comedy. Yeah, I mean, we have a dozens of those coming out. You know, it's whatever. That's yeah. fine. And, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it sucks, but yeah. Disney. <clears throat> I know we haven't talked about this in a while. It feels like it's a, a zombie now. Uh, movie Pass, I guess, they change people's passwords to lock their users out of their, like, own account. So they wouldn't go see, like, let's say, like, multiple movies or anything like that. So th- let me get this straight. Someone mm-hmm. has a movie pass. Yep. They go to the movie, right? right. Um, they go see scary stories to Town in the Dark. Yes. They were like, hey, I actually enjoyed that way more and more than I like. I'm going to take my my young tween teen cousin or sister or brother to go see it on Monday. Monday comes around. They go and buy the ticket, but or they try to buy the ticket, but they can't log in. Yeah, so basically, they didn't want them to go see, like, the, the yeah, they basically didn't want them to see either the multiple movies or the same movie, like, twice. So basically, they, they were, like, they froze them out of their account and then um, basically were, like, oh, well, they said, we're still experiencing technical issues, this is on their, t- their Twitter, with our card-based check-in process, and we are diligently working to resolve the issue, and the interim e-ticketing is working. We apologize for the inconvenience and appreciate your patience. We will resolve the issue. Later, they said, we determined the issue is not with our card processor partners and we'll be continuing to work on a fix throughout the evening and night. You have, If you have not headed to the theater yet, we recommend waiting for resolution or use it, utilizing e-ticketing, which is not impacted. Um, and then it says that... Um, both of which um, imply some sort of behind-the-scenes problem that the business experiences all the time, right? Turns out, however, um, it's actually that MoviePass or users to be frozen out of the weekend of... So, like, this was when uh, Mission Impossible uh, Fallout came out, to be frozen out, out of their um, account so that they can't go see it as part of technical... Do- so, basically, oh. they didn't want to have to keep paying... Like, cause so you're so now I guess movie passes back to the ten dollars a day or whatever for a movie a day or something. I don't know. I always thought it was kind of like uh, how movie theaters who have like movie tickets or movie passes, mm. how they they tell you like, oh hey, especially like when a movie opens up for the first week, oh special passes don't work on this movie. Yeah. Um, because they want you know they want you to pay to actually like pay for full it. price. Yeah. I always thought that's what it was. Well, see, at, at first they didn't do that, but then they started changing. Remember when they started yeah. changing it? No, yeah, because I remember, <clears throat> I remember, I think it was like once they really kind of sunk deep in the toilet, it was like, wait, so now not only do you not let people use it multiple times to watch the same movie. But now it's like they weren't they trying to do it where it's like you can't use it at like the same theater to watch like this movie and that movie at this time. And oh, the like, oh, they you go on the app and like the movies don't show up because it's it's a new movie. You can't see like brand new movies that that's ridiculous. And (laughs) and, uh, yeah, it was like something about you couldn't see. A movie at this time, you had to wait till whenever, blah, blah, blah. Something like that, right? Yeah, and they said that <clears throat> the, the they allege that um, this other report alleges that MoviePass um, had been 
doing the same like secret like password. Well, because like so, I guess like to to freeze them out is like they would change your password or whatever, right? They would do that. Uh, they were doing that ahead of the re- release of Infinity War. So since back then, it's kind of crazy because it's like. I forgot that movie pass was <laughs> yeah, for a while, yeah. and then I I see this and it's like, yeah, that sounds like the the logical step it would have to take, right? Would be like they don't want people to really like use it because it's so it's a too good to be true type of thing yeah. that it still kind of is, even though it's still like now it's not as worth it anymore. Because do they still have the tiering thing where it's like you if you pay twenty dollars. You get like premium, so that means you can go see it the weekend it comes out. Oh, um, I guess the shining light of the story would be at least they're still kicking, but because that means that this service mm. isn't just a product of the time, right? Yeah, because it came and people said it was gonna go. I remember specifically watching someone. Maybe he's on my sister, but they were talking about how once all this stuff dies down with like Movie Pass and all these other ones, that the things like the AMC thing is going to go away because AMC just did it to get in the game because they wanted to keep their their. Um, they wanted to keep the profits. Yeah, you want to keep all their uh, the viewers and, and people in the seats, so they want to keep everyone there by adding that in and then other people doing it it was just for a short term uh goal and then you know they expected it to be you know kind of cut down and then finally done with but if someone as bad as uh what's it name again um movie pass yeah is still kicking it kind of shows that well people are still into the idea yeah and that this isn't this isn't just, oh, this was like a, a, th- a thing that happened. It's like, it's not fucking meme culture where something no. was, was good for, you know, a couple of weeks, a year ago or something. Uh, and and I do like that because I still feel like there's a lot of people that can that can benefit from this. Like, the, like we talk about all the time, the idea that Harkins, you know, the movie theater here, hasn't done it yet surprises me because it's like, why wouldn't that, you? That- yeah, that shocks me too. And and I and I honestly thought by now there would be a company to come out and do exactly what everyone's doing but actually do it proper. Yeah. Because now you've learned from the mistake. You you saw the the failure. You saw what works, what doesn't work. You're constantly seeing what people like and what they don't like. Yeah. And um obviously it worked enough to where people could do it in the first place. You can figure it out probably better now more so back then but like i said i am happy that this is going because it just feels like this is going to be a continuous thing and as much as it does suck to keep saying like oh here's another service you got to pay for a month and then there's another service um and then there's another service. i will say that here's you know, your sign it, i will say that like for people like us who are like fairly avid moviegoers it's so it's just like paying for a Netflix or a Hulu. Mm-hmm. I mean, I pay for the uh, the A list at AMC right now. I hard, I mean, I hardly go there too much, even now that I have it. But I mean, it still feels good to have it. To be like, oh yeah, you know what? I have that. I feel like I need to go more though. Exactly. It's I don't know. I just I'm really happy that the story exists <laughs> because 
no matter how shitty they are, how shitty they continue to be, the fact that there are people that still want it is a good thing for at least yeah. in my eyes. So, who knows? Maybe, um, maybe a year from now, maybe a couple months, someone can come out better than a movie pass or. I don't know. I just I like yeah. the idea of that it's still going, even though we thought we thought a long time ago Movie Pass was done, and the <laughs> fact that they keep continuing, like I said, that's a positive in my eyes. But um, but for the bigger story, yeah, fuck Movie Pass. It's like just give up, guys. Come on, yeah. Start over. Start new. Start we're fresh. we're past movie. Yeah, we're a brand. No, we're a brand new company. Some people believe if we repeat stories often enough, they become real. They make us who we are. That can be scary. Eat it, Harold. Do you want to see Haunted House? Some kids went missing, so they boarded it up. Okay, we saw it. Can we go now? Who ordered the chicken? What's that? It's a book of scary stories. Tell me a story. Tommy's missing. Tommy's name was in the book. There's no way it's actually connected, right? Okay, what if what happens in the book is exactly what's happened for real? Oh my god. Angie! Stella! Listen, you're in the next story. We're reading it right here. It's a corpse looking for her missing toe. I'm afraid that we woke something up. You shouldn't have taken the book. We've got to stop it. Sarah Bellows' book, where the stories write themselves and it all comes alive. Jingle Man is coming. Twenty nineteen scary stories to tell in the dark comes from the terrifying children book series of the same name and with a story by Oscar-winning director Guillermo del Toro and directed by Andre Overdahl. The film follows a few teens looking to end an old-town haunt, even if it means losing everything. When teens Stella, Augie, and Chuck decide to spend what could be their last Halloween together, the night goes sour when a prank goes too far and the older jocks of the school chase the group, but finding cover in Ramon's car, the group decides to hang out with the new stranger for the night. 
When Stella has the idea to go to an old haunted house, they find a book belonging to Sarah Bellows, a rumored child killer. And when they open it to read it, it awakens something evil. Once home, the first story is written, and an old scarecrow comes to life to kill one of the jocks from earlier. At first, all but Stella find it too wild to believe. But when the next story of Augie starts to write itself in front of Ramon's eyes, they rush to save him, but it's too late. Soon, Chuck and his sister fall to the book spell, as Ramon and Stella have to find a way to end whatever it is going on. But Ramon is trying to beat the clock as his story is being written. But with the real truth comes out about Sarah, she was never a child murderer. She was a victim herself. Her family were the ones who locked her up and tried to hide her away as she tried to tell of the wrongdoings of the family-owned plant, poisoning the town's water supply. Stella, now caught up in her own story and Ramon still running from his, they rush to end it once and for all. And once trapped inside Sarah's room, Stella yells for Sarah to hear her out and promises to tell the real story. And it works, and the haunting stop. But that's all they do, and no one comes back, and they're still missing. But now with her dad by her side and Chuck's older sister, they look to find out why this all happened, and hope to bring back everyone they lost. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, Part 1. Chapter, Chapter one. 1. Book, Book one. 1. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> so, Dom, uh-huh. I know you are a fan of the book series. Oh, yes. So tell me, uh-huh. how did it hold up? Um, so initially going into the movie, I thought it was going to be one way because I, I, I think I heard that that's how it was going to be, but then the movie did something that I think I wasn't expecting and it kind of flip-flopped the way that I thought it was going to go, but not in a bad way. Like this movie is actually a pretty good one, I think for what it is. Just being like a, a kid's like horror, like a, it's a kid's horror film. But I mean, is it what I thought it was going to be? No, but that's not to say that I like I disliked it or anything. I I actually did really like it. I thought it did pretty well. I, like honestly, like I feel like this is the kind of movie that like I think my nephews would really like. That they'd be like, oh, like sit there and be like scared too, and it's like. Yeah, it kind of gets you in the mood of like for like Halloween, which I'm already like, oh, I want it to be Halloween already. <laughs> but I guess the way that I kind of thought it was going to be was going to be more of like, oh, they kind of get like trapped in this in this house and like they just have to tell like scary stories, and that's how they have to like get out or something. I don't know. I didn't know there was going to be like a an actual like story. But I think they did, like, that actual, like, like linear story really well. I think this film shows that there are consequences to these stories, especially this type of, like, whatever magic is happening, uh, supernatural whatever, that th- these, con- yeah, these <laughs> consequences are, are real 
and their friends don't just like, oh, just because you beat the bad guy doesn't mean that like, oh, everything goes back to how it was. Yeah, I think that the one thing that it did, I I guess promised on because I, I remember reading something about Guillermo del Toro saying that he wanted this movie to be a horror movie for kids, and that's exactly what you got. <clears throat> um, obviously. Yeah, would it be cool to see something like this in a more rated R version? Yeah. Yeah. But to be honest, wasn't far off. No. <laughs> um, it essentially took, I guess, what you would imagine a regular type of horror film to be and just took out like all the real curse words and, and sexual, you know, yeah. innuendos and yeah. no nudity and stuff and that's kind of what you got in this movie because mm-hmm. that shit looked actually terrifying yeah. <laughs> you know like um the first one the herald thing yeah. like that shit was terrifying and then he turns around and i'm thinking like oh it's just gonna be like they're gonna fight they're gonna struggle to the, the whatever nah then he straight up stabs him yeah. with the fucking what do you call the it pitchfork. the pitchfork and it was like holy shit yeah yeah it i don't know it, it 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 was exactly what i imagined it's exactly what i would want a horror movie for like my nephews to watch because they do like horror stuff and they have watched some pretty hardcore stuff yeah. but at the same time they still get scared for you know little things yeah. and so this is a perfect movie to take a kid to because they can actually be terrified without having to sit through like oh hey hide your eyes now yeah you know these are titties and stuff and yeah you don't have to worry about that no. um what i i wish that there was more like gore and stuff yeah but i feel like they did a good a good job of pushing it <laughs> mm. like i mean well even with the pitchfork thing like the the straw starts to come out and stuff. yeah instead of instead of it being blood it, it was like straw and it's like oh because he's changing um and yeah i i feel like i feel like they they walked that line fairly well um and they probably did because they're like hey we can't have a ton of blood in it Mm-mm. and they're like no 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 it's, it's gonna be fine Look at there's a scary scarecrow guy, mm-hmm. and then there's um these like spider thingies. Trust me, it's fine. Yeah. And they're like, also there's racism in this movie. <laughs> they're like, um, okay, but what about the decapitated guy? Oh no, that's fine. That's fine. He's 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 nothing. That's at the end. Okay. Hey. Yeah. At least it's no. At least it's at least not putting some girl trying to fuck a fish. Yeah, yeah. Unless you guys want me to. No, no, Guillermo. No, no, no. He's like, I have the, I have the fish suit. So it's not because I go home and I wear a fish suit. I think. All right. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm like. Ah. Um. And even even that the scene in the hospital where with the yeah. the pale lady. Yeah, the pale lady. Like that was actually watching it. You're like. How's he going to get away? Yeah. Well, come on, get away. What are you doing? <laughs> Stop turning around. Yeah. Why do you keep turning around? They keep showing up. And then it just, like, takes him in. It, and that shit looked creepy. Like, yeah. it did a, It did such a good job at being creepy for kids. Which is, I guess you could say, though, too, is true to the stories. Because the, the stories themselves are just, like, 
there's little kid stories that just the only reason why they're really scary is because the fucking drawings are so like just amazing but like because it actually like i was reading some of them i'm like to myself i was just like kind of reading some of the old ones um and i was like oh this is kind of like at work i'm still kind of like oh that kind of gave me like like goosebumps just reading it because it's like even though it is for kids they are still kind of like well that is still kind of creepy I feel like that's what this movie was, and I think that's why this movie was good. Um, sure, there's there's little things where it's like the dialogue wasn't always that great. <laughs> yeah. Um, to me, it, it suffered from that thing of I do understand that it's supposed to be set, you know, further back in mm. time, but I never actually felt like they were actually back, you know, in the '60s and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think it was to make it a little bit more convenient, like, why can't they just call him on the phone? Or yeah. why can't they just, like, why couldn't, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, why can't we just take an Uber and get over there? Yeah, which, it's fine, but it just, you know, you know, sometimes, like, sometimes you watch a movie and it, like, like we talk about with The Witch, he tried so hard oh, to yeah. make it feel like we were watching something from back then. To the point where it's like, you didn't need to go that far. Yeah. Even though it was awesome that he did. But. Yeah. But they tried very hard to do that. This, I felt like, it was like, uh, yeah, we can try to make it look like it's from the, the 60s, I guess. And um, I felt like the dialogue kind of was a part of that. Which isn't, it, like, it wasn't horrible. It didn't take me out of the movie. But every once in a while, I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot. It's 1968. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe that was a little bit of it. Um, I do understand, like, the the racism part in it. But I felt like they yeah, didn't I really. I was very triggered by that. I felt like it didn't really do much. Like, it, it was one of those things where it's like they did well enough where they didn't just ignore it. But at the same point, it just felt like it was kind of just thrown in there. I feel like it makes more sense for the sheriff to try and, like, to use more coded words than, like, the bully outright. Just to be, like, it's the thing that, like, I hate to bring it back to this, but Stephen King does is his villains will, like, say racist things and use a lot of... Yeah, his villains. Well, yeah, use a lot of, like like these bombastic words to to make someone to pull someone down like that right and that's what i feel like they did with this one like the the bully's the one who says like wet back sorry if i'm triggering anybody i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry uh <laughs> but you know what i mean because the sheriff doesn't really but he's like he's like oh you lost huh you, you know where you're going boy huh type of thing where it's like oh you know what he means it's like yeah, yeah. you're not from around here huh Oh yeah, which, like I said, it it was fine. It just, I felt like maybe it could have played a bigger part of the the story. Um, but oh, then like again, Sarah Bell's was racist. Yeah, but then <laughs> but then again, it's like it's fine that it didn't, but it just felt like I don't know. It just I do appreciate it, but it just it didn't feel all. It didn't feel hundred percent there. So that was like a that was a weird thing. Yeah, I um, that. The pacing was fine, I guess. Uh, they did kind of get to everything fairly quickly. It didn't feel like it was dragging. It didn't feel like it was forcing too much. No. It, it kind of did go, you know, bam, I think, bam, bam, bam. I think that 
goes to the point of it being like more for kids is that it's like well you got to keep them interested you can't just like yeah you can't just sit there for 10 minutes and have like a super quiet conversation in this haunted house trying to figure out what's going on (laughs) one thing i did like is um at the beginning remember when he um chuck is like hiding in the wardrobe and he's like like ah, whatever like oh he's never gonna find me and he like opens it and it like goes back to how like it was back like in the day or whatever back in the 1800s and it like was just kind of it was just creepy because it was like they did that so perfectly well like the light hitting him like warmer than the blue and then the lady just sitting there with her dog and like it's just this weird thing that comes out of nowhere and then it like oh then all of a sudden oh it's back to normal I feel like that was kind of that was done pretty pretty good. I feel like most everything was pulled off good. Uh, obviously, the the monsters are kind of the the face of the movie, mm. and uh, everyone except for the uh, the what what is it called again? Oh, the jangly man. Yeah, that that thingy. It was. I mean, it's very CG. I get it. But um, I, I think put next to everything else, it fell out of place a little bit. That's that's something I felt, too, at the end. I was like, I get because he's, like, falling apart, so you have to do that CGI. But couldn't you have done it a little bit more practical, like, when he's put together? Yeah, because, like I said, it kicks off with Harold, and that shit just looked terrifying. Yeah, because it like, looks so, I was just, it's I, so in real. In the movie, I'm thinking, like, Imagine being in 1968 and that kid just constantly like F you Harold and blah 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 and it's like that just that just looks like it's gonna come to life. Yeah. Stop fucking with it. Yeah. Um and yeah, that I mean that that image is just fucking terrifying. <clears throat> but that compared to the yeah, the jangly man, it sucks a little bit, but you kinda gotta yeah, you kinda gotta give into like yeah, I guess they couldn't fully do it practical. They could have tried, I guess, but but I guess uh, that goes to the other, all the other creatures that they had because it was very practical for the rest of them, I guess. But yeah, um, I don't know. There's not too much to say about this movie except for what it what it wanted to go for. Mm-hmm. It pulled off exactly. It gave you this interesting horror film for children but it wasn't like a goosebumps right where yeah where it was just cheesy yeah where yeah i mean it's fine but it it actually feels like a horror movie that someone edited for kids yeah that's like that's honestly the best way that i could explain it is if someone had this movie uh, let's say that this was a, a regular horror movie rated r everything Someone took that movie, they edited all this like really bad stuff out and then gave it to kids. This is what you'd get because it it actually did feel like it tried to be scary. Yeah. Which is awesome. And uh and yeah, I mean they at the end of course they kind of tease that maybe there could be something more continuing with this. Which I do like that that they they actually were like, "Hey, like we know that this isn't like what you guys probably want like i could like oh we're building a whole universe type of thing but (laughs) like but i think it goes to like these stories are 
more than you think they are, right? Like, there's three books, and they used, what, like, four or five stories? They have so much more they can tell with it, and I, I think they knew that, and they were like, well, let's let's figure out where it could go, right? Let's just set it up to see, like, maybe, we'll, let's see where it could go. Yeah. And, it, and it'd be interesting, because... Yeah. Um, being someone that, uh saw what happy death day and thought like that was a pretty interesting you know movie sure and then seeing happy death day to you you to you it was like okay that's a completely different movie but i i actually like that i like that they they threw that curve in there and it was still interesting to me so i could honestly see them doing something like that right where they're trying to it doesn't just feel like Oh, these stories keep coming alive because they kind of, they did say like, hey, we stopped this one thing, but yet this thing didn't fully figure, there ha- there has to be something. Yeah. There has to be something why they're, you know, they have to be somewhere. They can't, you know. So I thought that was really cool and who knows what they could do in the future. I, you know, I'd be, I'd be down and watch what, this again. What and, if it's more of like an, an it? Where it like they come back and it's like years later, Ramon's all fucked up from the Vietnam War, and they finally figure out where they are, and it's all dark and it's like a gritty like sequel. Well, it it honestly could because the way that the movie started, it felt like it was someone speaking of the past. Like I thought it was gonna end them further in the future, mm. but it didn't. At least right now. Yeah, because then it would have made more sense to, to bring up why it's in the 60s, huh? Like, yeah. Specifically Well, because, yeah, because she said, like, that was when, like, our childhood ended or something yeah. like that. And it just made me feel like, okay, we're going to get something in the future after the movie ends. But it never did, <laughs> which is fine. But, you know, yeah, they could, in all honesty, they could push this up to where they're, you know, 20-somethings or 30-somethings and... You know, it's the 80s or the 90s or something, and they're still trying to figure this shit out, and, you know, who knows what happens then. Um, And maybe it could be something where it does grow, where, yeah, this movie's a PG-13, and it's strictly for kids, but who knows, in a few years, they could try to do it again, and it it is a, a rated R movie, but it's fine because, like, you know, now it's a different, it's a different entity. Even though it is the same stories, you know, it it was like oh, okay, just just like when you're a kid, things you know things when you're a kid they were one way, and now you're older they're another. <laughs> you know, never yeah. did I ever think I was gonna say, hey, you want to go see that banana splits horror movie? <laughs> but sometimes things just happen. That's true. So that's true. Yeah, I don't know. I think this movie's really good. Me I too. definitely think it's worth watching. Uh-huh. Uh, don't expect it to be an it. No. But uh-uh. I do like the fact that they kind of, in a sense, felt like, yeah, we can't be it, but we want to go for that feeling. Yeah. That really actual horror film we're gonna, feeling. We're going to push you to it, but we're not going to let you get there. Yeah. It wasn't like, we don't want to keep giving you jump scares. We want to make you feel this dread. Mm. This dread of you seeing something in front of you and you cannot run away from it. Yeah. Where you know that this this all this stuff is happening and you can't stop it and when you do stop it doesn't mean everything goes back to normal and oh everything's back to where it started no it's every it's something had consequences and uh i think that's where this movie 
does better than most regular horror films. So take whatever you want from that. Um, I I believe that this is definitely a watch it good movie backed hard. One hundred percent. So we talk about movies that have come out that are going to come out, but let's talk about a movie. And I guess like we can bring up some other examples of some of these movies that they get canceled for one reason or another. Um, obviously one that is making a lot of like headlines is the uh, movie called the hunt, um, which has just more recently recently been canceled by um, universal based off of, I think a lot of hot air that a lot of people, specific people are blowing because they're like, well, see, this just points to how like these people are just as bad as like us. And it's like, what? (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about, but whatever, just because, um, and I, and I understand like certain reasons for, wanting to delay movies or wanting to cancel a movie because we've seen that with like um, a movie that we've reviewed um, big trouble where it was delayed because well 9-11 I don't know if you've heard of it so it got pushed back even though it was supposed to be released around that time because it dealt with a bomb on a plane and the marketing for it also, too, was very quiet. It was just kind of released and left, and no one saw it until years later. Everyone was like, oh, this is one of the best comedies ever. Um, but, like, this movie, should it have been, like, canceled? Just because it deals with people who want to, like, hunt other people for game. At a time when multiple mass shootings have happened. To quote one of our favorite podcasts. Uh-huh. Um... Marcus Parks of last podcast on the network did Uh say if they ever were to not do a podcast on a serial shooter, then they would, because of, you know, like serial shootings and killings, then they would never be able to do one. Yeah. Uh, That's just the way our society is. People don't want to fix it. And it's sad, but it's kind of become normal. And yeah. So, if you were to do this with everything, then nothing would get done. That's true. Um, I mean, somehow the government will find ways to go around it themselves, but, <laughs> you know, uh, a made-up fucking movie <laughs> that has nothing to do with the real world somehow bothers people, but yet they don't have any actual want or need to try to put, I don't know, actual uh, legislation forward to say like, hey, maybe maybe this gun thing might actually be a bad thing. Maybe we should actually, I don't know, actually do something actually about it. Maybe. But instead they're like, I saw some headline where they were talking about trying to tax uh, violent video games Mm -hmm. uh, because of mass shootings. Yeah, because this is the 90s, and we still think that violent video games are the cause of a lot of people's problems. Well, then I saw someone post, um, hey, look, the government's making money off of mass shootings. I mean, it took them a while, but boy, did they get there. (laughs) And yeah, it's it's weird shit like that where you read in the newspaper, 
hey, Walmart's taking down these uh, violent shooter video game posters, yet they're still selling guns in their stores. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. No, that's what you're supposed to do. And it's like, that's like, see, that's the fucked up thing. But yet we're here sitting. I'm like, should this fake movie about fake people doing this fake thing be canceled because of like some real stuff that happened? And it's like, and what I think is funny too, is that the movie itself went out of its way to be like, this is a satire. It's a satire of these elites quote unquote, who are killing these deplorables, quote unquote, and that's where people get offended because they say deplorables because we've used certain terminology to use on specific people and now because those people think in their head, oh, they're talking about us, so they want to kill us. And it's like, no, this is a movie that was put into production Years ago, because we know how long it takes to make a movie. It could have been, what, earlier this year? It could have been early last year, maybe. some this, The script could have started as something completely different. It could have been something way different about how it was about gun rights. And then it evolved into just being a satire of that. Yeah. And, then, and then even, like, just the people who, like, I don't know. I feel like... Are you are you going to tell us that while well, people die in car accidents all the time, Hobbs and Shaw should be pulled? Like that's Fast what I've and, been saying, Dom. Fast and the Furious movie should be pulled because this is literally what I've been saying because they you can't do that. They in promote real life. reckless driving, and all people do is they see these movies and they want a reckless drive. Mm-hmm. Duh. Yeah. It's literally. I think I, I'm a hundred percent sure we've said something about something along these lines before. Yeah, I don't know. It's um, it's dumb. But does it does it shock me? No. I mean, no. that's where we are today. That is kind of what goes on all the time today. Uh, you know, how many people how many people try to drag up old stories or videos or pictures of people? That's true. Look decades at, uh, ago, look at doing Sarah Silverman just got. Oh yeah, the blackface thing. Mm-hmm. But I but that. but see, but that was that's funny because. They bring that up, right? But then it's like, what about everyone else who did it? Mm-hmm. And yet no one's getting in trouble again because, oh, well, you're not focusing on those people. Oh, well, someone actually said, too, like, that, like, she was like, yo, like, first of all, she'd never liked Sarah Silverman or whatever. But she was saying, like, it's funny how people are, like, fake woke when they're saying all the stuff now, but they didn't say the stuff back then. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, because back then they thought it was funny. Yeah, and because you could get away with it. Yeah, back because then. they could get away with it. Now they're like, oh well, I better call them out on their bullshit before I get caught on my bullshit. Yeah, and yeah, that's the society that we live in, and it's dumb. And I don't know, it doesn't shock me that this movie got canceled. Um, Do you think they should it bring is, it back? Though? It is shocking that the president said something I've, about it. I know, honestly. But so then stupid. again, like a lot of the things the president does and says, and is just existing around you, is shocking. But did you ever think you'd have to live in a time where you you would have to say that about a president? Where you're like, well, he said it type of thing. You have to say with such like resignation. No, not really. I mean, we're not going to get too much into politics. Oh, but, yeah, no, no, no. But, yeah, like, 
that's just like I said, that just kind of speaks volumes of like where we at today, where we are at right now in this time today. Mm-hmm. And yeah, do I think it's dumb? Yes. Or do I think they should bring it back? Yes. But I don't know. Sometimes people just find things to 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 nag at to get stuff like this pulled. Yeah. I mean, this is just something that actually continued to work. But I mean, we hear this all the time about people wanting this movie pulled for X amount of reasons, or people or think this get, movie they get it all the time from Christian group <laughs> Christian groups who are always <laughs> like, "Oh, well, this depicts the devil, so it's not allowed." You're oh, how how horrible. Yeah. Um, Think of the children. So I don't know it. It does bother me. Like it, it bothers me mm. that something like yeah. this. I'm not it's saying it. like I was waiting for this movie to come out. No. But um, hearing about it, it's like yeah, I probably would have watched it somewhere down the line, and mm-hmm. maybe I still can. But uh, but yeah, it's it's just interesting that this movie's getting pulled for a reason like that. But when we were in the theater and we saw that other movie. The um, um, hiding like the hide and seek movie, I was like, hey, but this movie's about haunting a person too. Or oh yeah, and, and, yeah, and uh, like, ready or not, ready or not. Uh, and it's like, yeah, but it's, it's different. Yeah. <laughs> it's like okay, I guess. Yeah, it's like yeah. Why isn't that like why do you why do you throw stones at this but not at that? It's because this one happened to say something and this one didn't. Right, if they had if they had pulled it because they pulled like a Disney where they're like, oh well, we don't think this movie's like executives thought like, oh well, we don't think this is a good like we didn't like the way the the product was right. Like if it was something like that or even something even dumber, but I feel like the reason why it got canceled in this particular situation is really stupid. It could have been anything else. What if like. If it was like, oh, well, we had a lot of like faith in this film, but um, maybe they couldn't finish it. Maybe they thought they had it finished and they th- they could release it, but then they were like, oh, well, we we just couldn't finish it, so we have to pull it, right? Like, see, even that's a pretty okay excuse. Although it would be kind of like, oh, I kind of want to see this film. But I feel like the reason why they decide, like Universal decides to be like cowards about it. Like, oh, well, someone cried about it. So we should do it. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's whatever. It if it was um, I guess if it was a more like meaningful movie, mm-hmm. then then maybe it would it would be something you know, say more. But it, just knowing that it's it's this dumbass like horror movie that people are so upset about, it's just like, of course they'd be fucking upset about something dumb like this. Yeah, I think that's really where it 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 comes to you. It's like. Really, out of everything that has come out, and this is the last six months, mm-hmm. and uh, everything that we, you know, that we've been through in those last six months, this is the one thing that you're fighting for. Yeah. Hmm. Says a lot. <laughs> <clears throat> but I don't know. With that, we'll just say thank you for listening. We appreciate it as always. And uh, if you guys would like to support us. Please follow us. Give us a like uh, on our Instagram, social, or uh, Twitter, uh, intb underscore podcast. 
And then uh, you can email us directly, any questions, anything you want, uh, at intbpodcast at gmail.com. And make sure you give us a follow or subscribe on your favorite streaming app. Yeah. Uh, just to get the, like I said, just to get the, uh, the episode ASAP because sometimes I just forget <laughs> to post that I, I put it up. Yeah, but you should always let us know, like, did you like Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark? Did you hate it? Like, what did you think? Did you think they could have done more with it? Or, like, do you think, um, do you still have movie pass? <laughs> Tell us why it's the best. Or if you have, you know, your two cents you want to talk about, you know, movies getting canceled. Or even, you know, that movie, The Hunt, getting canceled. Or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Just feel free to drop us an email. DM us. Tweet at us. Uh, tag us whatever you want we appreciate it yeah but until then guys as always it's not that bad <laughs>